0: Going on. The Beauty Boy is back. And
1: I am here with Brennan. Oh, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> Brennan Tassiff here. I always expect you to say it, because I always say it. I
0: never say it. I know you. Uh, don't. This is Cheers from the Press Box. Um, uh, this is a sports podcast where we uh go over some of the bigger topics in the NFL recap college football. Brendan does that. I don't watch college football this season. And then we talk about the NBA, get into some quick hits, some uh, quick topics. And then we do our walk off with our essay form. Uh, bullshit. Um, I'm never going to enjoy. You know what? I'm gonna, Next week, you're the host going for. Uh, <laughs> I am the host special. next week. <laughs> you're way more professional at it than me. Greg, kick it off. All righty. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right. We're gonna do things a little differently this week. There's a hot button issue going on in the NFL.
1: Hot button.
0: So we're not, not gonna start with the game of the week as we usually do. We will get to the game of the week, best believe. But first, Brendan, yes, you sent out a tweet that yes. really got me going. So we're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles versus the <laughs> Washington football team. Go for it.
1: Okay, I'm very aware everyone is leading everything with this today. Um but I've just got a few things to say about this. The fact Go for it. that uh coach Peterson put in I can't even remember the guy's name. now. Nate Sudfeld. I wanted to say Stidham, but I'm like, I know that's not right. But in (laughs) Nate Sudfeld, and I hear he's a great guy. um, I I understand what he's trying to do. He wants to see, obviously, Carson Wentz. The rumor is that he's demanding a trade. So you have Jalen Hurts. You want to see if you need to keep Nate Sudfeld or if you need to draft another quarterback, maybe in the later rounds as a backup. I totally fucking get it. But you have a chance to win this game, to go out on a high note after you've had an abysmal season due to injuries and COVID and your quarterback playing like garbage this year. I I understand what you're doing as a coach, but to let down that entire 52-man roster, not including Nate Sudfeld, by not trying to win the game is astonishing to me. And it infuriates me. And I don't know if you feel the same because you said we were going to disagree on this, but you have Jalen Hurts. See what you can get out of Jalen fucking Hurts against one of the best passing rushing or pass rushing defensive lines in the NFL. See okay, what he so can what, do. What 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 did we get out of Jalen Hurts over three quarters? You were in the game. You could have. It's your team. You could have won the game.
0: Brendan, we were not going to win that game. We were not going to win that game going into that game. We lost to the Washington team earlier this year with our true starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts, was seven of twenty. What the f- He couldn't complete a pass. What are you talking about? But he, he had can... one of the lowest passer ratings in the entire NFL. He had a 25%- He had a 25.4 quarterback rate. We were in the game, and he couldn't complete a fourth- He had four hard. You were your kid. You play four hard. You got four chances to make a touchdown. He couldn't complete a pass to the end zone in the- Right there! He ran for got the Let him run around. He doesn't. He can run around, Brendan. That's what I'm saying. Like, keep him in the well, game. No, let him I'm run saying, around. Try to let win him the game. Run he could have ran around. He chose to stay in the pocket. He chose to try to make a pass. He had four opportunities to try to run out, scramble, and get a touchdown, like he did twice earlier that game. If he's not going to take those opportunities, then fuck it. Put somebody else in.
1: I I just can't believe you. You're in that game. You were in the game. They, they, they were in the game, and then okay. After, in the
0: second half because we lost the league at halftime yeah. basically it went 17-14 first two drives in the start of the third quarter three and out eight and out punt then we get the interception doesn't convert they get the ball what can we do at that point he hasn't had a sustainable drive since the first quarter brennan but
1: i don't you understand. had to change something i i i i just i completely disagree with you I completely disagree with everybody talking about him.
0: Kalen Hurst has not been great this year. He has But he gives school. them an opportunity he, to win. He, Brennan, he hasn't won a game since the first game he started. He lost to the Cowboys. That's a horrible defense.
1: That's true. This
0: team has a way the, – the Washington football team has an entirely better front four than the Dallas Cowboys would ever believe to, and he played worse in that
1: game somehow. Yeah, I just – I think it was – in all honesty, I think it was the situation – because Jalen Hurts. The
0: situation, Doug, everybody's saying Doug didn't try to win that game. Doug did everything he normally does. People are complaining that he didn't kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth and four. He's been doing that
1: since he yeah, got there. He's, yeah, he has been doing that kind of shit since so he got So what there. is
0: everybody talking about? Jalen Hurts, again, completed seven passes for three quarters.
1: I know. that's yeah. What
0: other opportunity can you give the kid?
1: I just, I feel like when you put Nate Sudfeld in, he just doesn't. He takes away that option to run. Because you know he's not going to do it. The option to run
0: wasn't even valuable at that point. We didn't need runs. We needed passes. And again, he had the worst pass completion in the NFL. Now, Brennan. Well, when you put it like that, I always sound like a crazy person. Brennan, when I teased this, when we were talking to the pre-pro, I said I'm going to yell at you. Um, What have you been telling me all year about Tua Tagovailoa versus Fitzpatrick?
1: That you put fits in because he gives you a better opportunity to win the game.
0: Oh, but uh, Tua has the legs, Brennan. Well, now I look like a hypocrite <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> but Tua has the legs. Everybody doesn't want Tua to be in the game. That's Tua different. Has, Tua has a third. Team-point completion percentage better than Jalen Hurts. And everybody, if Fitzpatrick was on that bench yesterday, everybody would have been calling for Fitzpatrick to get in that you game. You want to win Tua. put
1: Fitz Magic in. Um, everybody
0: would have been calling for Fitzpatrick I think the difference, I think
1: game. the difference is Tua does not want no, to the run. No, 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 no. Shut up. I'm tired of this
0: shit. I've been hearing this shit all fucking day and I'm fucking annoyed. The difference was this was an 8-20 game. And it had the last playoff opportunity, and everybody was watching. And that's the only reason everybody gives a fuck about this game. That's the Philadelphia true. Eagles were god awful. We were four and eleven. There's a reason we were four and eleven. I don't think we we're gonna win that game. We lost to that team earlier this year. I don't think, and that was Dwayne Haskins playing quarterback earlier this year. All right. So I don't think we we're gonna win this game. I picked us to lose this game because we are god awful this year. All right. All right. There's no there's no argument here. Everybody in the national media needs to shut the fuck up. The Eagles suck. That's it. We bet our starter that we just paid $150 million to. That's we weren't going to win this game.
1: That's going to hurt you guys in the offseason. What do Jeez, you think I've they been, do, though? I've been holding that in all day. I know. I, I can tell. It's good to see you get Normally, I'm the one who's always yelling. What do you, uh, what do you think they're going to do? Because they have Jalen on a rookie deal. So even if they eat that cap money, they can still trade Wentz with Jalen on a rookie deal. Or you think they're going to They can
0: trade Wentz. Um, <clears throat> I, I, look, I said, I I thought Wentz is now like demanding a trade, essentially. Yeah. So he's pretty much gone. Kick two shits to um, the win. Trade him for a younger quarterback or you're going to have to draft somebody. Well, I wanted to ask have to you, ride with Hertz.
1: do you think you, because what do you guys have? The fifth pick or the sixth Six. pick now? Six. Yeah. I was thinking something like. Um,
0: I can't see us trading up again.
1: Car- no, no, no. What I was thinking was Carson Wentz to the Jets and then a pick swap. Yeah, a you pick take swap? two, they take six. <clears throat>
0: well, it all depends on who um, is going to be their coach because yeah. we'll get to later. Adam Gase got fired.
1: Yeah, that's true. But all um, right. I just, yeah, I, I, I know we d- disagree on this. I just... Just the optics of it look bad. And it's, you're exactly right. It's because it's the 8-20 game and everyone was watching it. Yeah, it's the it.
0: only game. If this game and, was yeah. buried in the one o'clock window. Which it should have been would, buried. It should have been buried. about it. All the playoff I, the implications it, on the, the line, only it should have been wasn't buried. buried because this was the last game that had to decide a yeah. playoff spot. Yeah.
1: That's the only reason.
0: The NFL and, did the smart thing. Yeah, and I, well, plus it's NFC East has,
1: yeah, has the most viewers out of any division. Uh, I'm just disappointed, <clears throat> real quick, before we get to the other games. A huge shout out. I really wanted the Eagles to win because I wanted the Giants to go to the playoffs for my man, Alfred Morris. Big number 41 for the New York Giants. That's so all. I
0: would have been more mad. I would be Look, I've been wanting us to lose like the last three games, and we did, thankfully. But I would have been more mad with the Giants getting in as as a six and ten team. Yeah,
1: that would have been that would have been far more upsetting. egregious yeah, than anything. Seven and nine for sure. I agree.
0: <laughs> and and uh, we'll get to it later when we talk about the playoff matchups. I think Washington serves a better uh, competitor for the uh, Bucks than the. Football Giants. Oh, New I York completely agree. A lot of
1: people wanted to see the Giants going against Brady again, though, just as a storyline. But as but far it's as. not Eli. No. And as far as on paper, the Washington football team with that pass rush, because that's how you get to Brady, is you rush yes, him a little that's bit. That's the difference. Dude, sweat out there looked like a monster. Sweat, Young, uh, Allen. Yeah, all everyone knows about Chase Young, but floor. Sweat looked great out there, too. Like, yeah, no. he just was all pushing that right tackle back.
0: All those guys are phenomenal. And we have a fucking. Our right tackle is like our 15th right tackle. I know. I team. know.
1: All right. We got to get off.
0: This. I didn't even tell you that uh, Jalen had a top five sack percentage, but let's not get into that. Anyways, so the next game we're going to cover. Still not the game of the week. Still not so the te- game. It's going to tease you guys on what our game of the week is this week. The next game, though, is Cleveland Browns. The Brownies versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland makes the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. Insanity. There are, there are college students that have never seen their team make it to the to the playoffs. Not even the championship. The playoffs, playoffs.
1: Playoffs. Playoffs. Brennan. Yes.
0: Nobody, nobody yelled at the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers for benching their entire team, and now they have to play this team next week. I like how that's a funny aside. Um, what were your thoughts on this game in Mason Rudolph instead um, of Ben
1: Roethlisberger? I was... Mason Rudolph is not a great quarterback. That's why he is a backup in the NFL and will be a backup, a journeyman backup. But the fact that, okay, so two big things. The fact that he kept them in this game makes me incredibly nervous for the Browns. Yes. And the fact that the Browns run game looked great, but still could not push them over the top for this game. If you know what I'm saying? Like this game went down to the wire and they had a great, and Chubb played great. And the, the, the offense looked a little iffy as far as Baker and passing and everything, but the run game looked great. Phenomenal. But Mason Rudolph completed that bomb. What was that? 50 yards through the air at the end of the game um, and yeah. just missed the two point conversion, which is why they lost. Yep. But like the fact that you're playing against a banged up Steelers squad, that's not even starting all of their starters that are healthy. Or, totally you know, TJ Watt set out. TJ Watt set out. A, ben a Roethlisberger set out. Sand- um, set out. The other Joe guy Hayden that, ended up in protocol. And then one guy we were talking about earlier who stuffed Henry Spillman, Spielman, something like that. He was out too. Oh. Robert. Uh, He's back from Splayed. He's back from injury? No, no, no. I'm saying he was out too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they were missing um, and obviously, like you said, TJ was out. So the fact yeah. that this game came Thunder down three. to what it came down to um, makes me nervous for the Browns. I'm very, you know, most of my family's Browns fans, Ohio State and Browns fans. So I'm, I'm happy for them that they made the playoffs, but like you said, we get this again in seven days. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is not going to roll as easily as some people think. Big Ben no. coming back doesn't. We've, it's not a huge improvement. We've talked about it all year, man. It's not. Yeah, it's we not. saw
0: that in the last uh, couple of games. Three games there. when they went on that losing skit. Yeah. And it did, one of those games was a loss to Cincinnati. What was the yep. bounce back win? I'm trying to remember.
1: It was. uh the Washington football team, they lost to. The, hang on, let me. I'll pull it they up right now. They lost to the
0: football team. They lost to Cincinnati. They lost to someone else. Well, I'm trying to think of the game they won. The Bills. Won.
1: And then they, they, so lost to the they lost to Washington, the Bills, the Bengals, then bounced back against the Colts barely Colts, 28 Colts, 24, that's that's and then lost right. to the Browns.
0: Yeah, that's last week. Four touchdowns, like in the last two quarters or whatever.
1: Yeah, so I just, I don't know. I, I think this is bad. The Colts, they're not in the, the rundown, but the Colts aren't. Damn confusing. Dude, that, <laughs> that team, especially when we were we were down by six and driving towards the end of the game, I know people that were like, what the fuck is going on? Damn confusing, to say the least. Yeah, but I, I, I'm worried for the Browns. I'm worried for the Browns in the playoffs. I think they're going to get beat by Pittsburgh, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. And I think Pittsburgh gets bounced in the very next round. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh doesn't look like it has sustainability, um, especially with a lot of its defenders getting hurt. Bud Dupree being one of those big guys. Um, <clears throat> last thing I wanted to say on this game was Baker had a three yard run to sustain the drive late in the game to get a first down. That was far better than the time he tried to drunkenly outrun the police, um, <laughs> which is not even on his Wikipedia, which is, which is stunning. I was shocked. Oh, we know that had to, I had to look that up. I was like, wait, when was that again? All right, Brennan, it's time.
1: It's time for the game of the week. Game of the week.
0: I've the been waiting all
1: week was... to get to this, or all day, I should say. All right, all weekend. All
0: righty. Game of the week is my Tennessee Titans versus your Houston Texans. They're not my Texans, uh, <laughs> uh, Brennan. What were your takeaways from this game? And save don't don't do what I think you're going to do. Don't do that right up front. Don't do what I think you're going to do.
1: Okay. Well, I I think I'm going to do what you think I'm going to do. So Tennessee uh, barely escapes this game with their life off of a doink in the uh, waning seconds of the fourth quarter. Uh, They end up winning 41 to 38. The thing I want to point out, though, to our listening audience, Joe and I have been going back and forth all year about this. Derek, the King Henry goes off like a madman. 2,000-yard rusher, one of eight running backs ever to do that in NFL history, 250 yards and two touchdowns. Hey, Joe, guess what? They were still losing the game.
0: Brent, he can't play. He, I mean, he probably could play defense, but he doesn't play defense. He could definitely
1: play defense. That's, <laughs> to to have such a dominant running back who can drain the clock, who can score touchdowns at will, has 250 yards, so he's running all over the Texans' defense, to still be down in the fourth quarter. Is well, exactly tell, why I say you don't pay running backs.
0: I don't. I don't understand how those two things correlate. That so doesn't make any sense. Because anybody but, uh, who's worth that much money should be able to
1: control the game.
0: Well, you should have a defense that doesn't allow Deshaun Watson to go off for three touchdowns and over three hundred yards. I, mean, I know we that's say kind it of every week difference
1: maker. They play defense too, <laughs> but like. J- um, Go ahead. But Deshaun,
0: but Deshaun Watson, who led the league in uh, passing yards this year. I know. That um, was a shock. He looked damn good out there, man. Don't don't ever sleep on him. Let's not forget, this kid was a rookie and went up against a legion of boom and damn near took a hammer to their head before he ended up tearing his IC out. He's nothing to sneeze at. And that defensive... Uh, I came and it's not definitely not a juggernaut. The, the defensive force that is the Texans is going to be their downfall next week when they go against the Ravens in the playoff. I think the Tennessee uh, Titans,
1: you mean you said Texans?
0: The Tennessee Titans, you know what I meant.
1: Yeah. Um, Just for the listener.
0: Yeah. You know, Tennessee used to be the Oilers. That's why I got confused. Um, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna run through a buzz that is Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah, if Hollywood Brown could hold on to some catches, uh, yeah, like de- he ended
1: up doing later in the game. I know you tweeted that out <laughs> about he needs witness protection, and I know, I was, then he ended up getting like two. Teams. I know, I like, son but, of a gun. Like you said, their defense uh, I don't think can hang in the playoffs. I like the way they're built on offense. I love. I, I'll say this a million times. I know I say running backs shouldn't get paid, but I still love Derrick Henry and how physically is. The Those two only,
0: things don't correlate as well, but okay.
1: You can have great players and you don't have to pay them because you can find other great players. No, you can't. Ask the Eagles. Look at their quarterback situation. Well, that's because their coach has <laughs> fractured their entire quarterback situation. Look at, the, look
0: at receiving
1: core. But... Still, the guy from Oakland, you guys oh, let didn't go. Nelson didn't, Aguilar didn't is playing even really well.
0: That Jalen Rieger had went out with a concussion. So who the hell is Jalen Hurts going to throw a pass to? Deshaun Jackson immediately went back I know, on IR. Deshaun Jackson, after Jackson he had an eighty-one touchdown. yard catch, <laughs> and you literally said, "Watch next week, he'll be hurt again," and he was out.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I just well, I don't know. think the Tennessee Titans the defense we'll can up. Um, hold up against. Uh, in the playoffs at all. I was just shocked because Houston, the Houston Texans are four and 12. You know, they have the same amount of wins as your beloved Eagles. So they're not some championship quality team. They have more losses. And Tennessee, that's true. And Tennessee has been talking, (laughs) has been talked about as like a team to beat from the AFC 11 win team. They're going to be great. And they almost lost a game that they had to win. And well, so, I mean, this is also a division uh, game. Yeah, so that's true. It, it is a rivalry familiar. game. And this
0: game was almost won by Houston many weeks ago if not for a
1: bobbled snap. Yeah. Um Well, and that's so, the thing is these these division games are different because week 2 we were driving down the field to uh Yeah, beat to Tennessee. Beat, to beat Tennessee and we threw a pick yeah. and that was the game, but like at the time everyone was like, "Oh, watch out for the Jaguars. They look frisky." It's just cuz no we, we were we were Some people said that (laughs) we beat the Colts and then we almost beat Tennessee. We were just overhyped because it is a division rival game. I just, I was hoping, I guess, that they would just blow through the Texans. That's what I was hoping.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, everybody would have hoped that, but it didn't seem like it was going to happen. They're obviously not built defensively um, for anything of the sort. Which is strange because they have a defensive coach. Yeah, they have a defensive coach, but they ended up losing a lot of guys in the offseason from their defense that was really good last year. Yeah, um, Logan Ryan went to New York and a bunch of other guys ended up leaving. So, yeah, I mean, their vul- their only vulnerability is their defense at this point. Their Did you offense, see this game
1: in real time? Br- yeah, yeah. A.J. Uh, Brown,
0: a buck 51. He had that monster bomb that wasn't a, a Hail Mary late in the game in the yeah, middle of the field somehow. That, that was had a blown a coverage, left. too. That guy open. Also, Corey Davis had, like, 18 drops, it felt like. Um, So, yeah. I mean, Tannehill looks as good as he can be, which is better than most quarterbacks. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Um, And Derrick Henry is an unstoppable Loch Ness Monster. 250 on the ground like you said earlier yeah so I don't, I don't see why you're still trying to throw shade at my guy I'm not throwing it's shade it's not just, his
1: fault you I said t- don't
0: pay you said this is why you don't pay running I the, don't you see don't that. pay he running 250 backs on. they won the game
1: you, uh, they won the game <laughs> on the foot of their what is this a backup kicker he got that let's not even get into did you thing. see that that play in real time though I, I was yes. holding my breath that was insane I to me I thought I thought we were gonna have a Cody Parky. yeah situation. so did I a double doink situation shout out Mike Wilbon yeah.
0: But um, shout out me. I've been calling Cody Parkey is a trash kicker since he was first the kicker for the Eagles. Then he went to the Dolphins. Then when he ended up in Chicago, I was like, I don't. Tra- I, remember, they were playing the Eagles in that game. And when he lined up, oh, a yeah. kick, I was like, I think we're going to win this. Doink, doink. We win. Boom. So, yeah, shout out to me. I've been calling Cody Parkey is trash since forever. Shout out to you. <laughs> Something to be so proud right. of. So proud. One more round.
1: One more round. All right, Greg, will with the short one. Brennan, you're first. All right, I'm first. My Los Angeles Rams took on the Arizona Cardinals. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago. The Rams, um, even after their loss to the Jets, had a 90% chance to make the playoffs. All they had to do was win one more game out of their last three. And... Turns out they didn't <laughs> um, until the very last game of the season going against the Cardinals. I was really worried because Jared Goff was out with an injury. Uh, they actually brought uh, Blake Bortles um, up from uh, Denver's practice squad because he had played with oh, the Rams before. Um, and then they had uh Wolford, John Wolford, John Wolford of AF fame. Um, Af. Went to Wake Forest, played in the AF AAF. Um, AF. And Arizona Hot shots. Yeah, Arizona Hot now, shots. just for those that don't remember, the AF
0: was the year before the XFL. Yeah. And then that caved in
1: like three weeks. Yeah, so it caved now, in a few yeah. weeks, and then the XFL came, and then they ended up going bankrupt. Steve
0: uh, or Orlando, whatever. Yeah, champions. the old ball <laughs> coach.
1: but um, Old ball coach. So I thought the Rams were going to win this game no matter what, just on their defense, because they had to win to make the playoffs. And as I've said at nauseum, the Rams cannot win the Super Bowl this year. Next year, they're going to be really hamstrung with cap space draft picks that they've given away or traded away. So they had to win this game and they ended up pulling it out. So um, Kyler Murray went out with an injury. God, what a disappointing season. The Cardinals are going to have Cliff Kinsbury, I think is going to be on the hot seat next year uh, because to have the number one pick, and then go into the season, all hyped up and then end up eight and eight after you had a pretty strong start. I think they're in trouble or at least they will be in trouble. Only scored seven points in this game. But again, Kyler Murray went out. But the Rams ended up pulling it out. The Rams are now in the playoffs, and I think they're going to make a run.
0: I don't. Um, you know who called this game, by the way? Is it our guy? Me, because I got 15 out of 16
1: yesterday. Oh, yeah. Bam. One
0: yeah. more round.
1: One more round.
0: All right. Seattle versus San Francisco. Brennan. Uh we got to change that moniker from Russ, let Russ cook to let Russ flip burgers. Um, <laughs> Again, second week in a <laughs> row. So, so I think Seattle is going to be in a lot of trouble going forward. They won yep. this game 26-23. Russ did a cool thing by giving, uh, I think it's David Moore on their team, uh, an extra catch late in the game. Um, it was a shovel pass to get a $100,000 bonus. I thought that was pretty cool to shout him out for that. But... In the first eight games of this season, Seattle scored 28 or more seven times. In the last eight games of the season, they've only scored over 28 twice. They've had a difficult time trying to score the ball. And if they can't score, it's going to be hard to hang with the Packers and the Saints at the top of the NFC food chain. Oh, they won't. They won't hang. That was the point. One more round.
1: One more round. I just wanted to throw this in here real quick. I know it's some to me, beach. and I'm supposed to be talking about Green Bay Chicago. <laughs> but before Green Bay Chicago, just DK Metcalf, when he has the ball in his hands, he looks so intimidating. Him and A.J. Brown, weren't they on the same team Yeah, at Ole Miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How
0: did Ole but Miss that's, not That's exactly what anything? I was going to say. It's <laughs> like,
1: how do you have DK Metcalf on your team, but for some reason, like, you can't. Greg, you can go back to the other graph. I'm going to it right now. All right. Speaking of top of the NFC food chain, let's talk about Green Bay Packers going against the um, Chicago Bears. Um, so this is the Bears were pretty much in the playoffs. I know they were kind of scoreboard watching, but uh, Green Bay is not letting up. So unlike um, unlike uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. Kansas City, Buffalo Bills, Unlike those teams who are kind of like resting some guys, um, giving guys a half off, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to put that in there. Uh, one quarter. But um, Aaron Rodgers was like, no, fuck this. I'm going to play. And he played and he played well. Uh, he's kind of reminding everybody why they're the number one seed in the NFC. Um, it was a clinic. Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers ended up going 19-24, so didn't even throw it. Didn't even have to throw it all over the yard. 240 yards and four touchdowns, though under 300 yards with four touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers I think is the front runner for the MVP. It's between him and Mahomes. Depends on what you like more, pass yards or touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers has the touchdowns, Mahomes has the pass yards. I think my co-host is choking to death. I'm very sorry. But I think the Green Bay Packers are the team to beat in the NFC. I predict them in the playoff, or excuse me, in the Super Bowl, and I think the Chicago Bears are going to get bounced in the very first round. Are you okay, Joe? I'm fine. Okay. One
0: more round.
1: (laughs) I did the Nobel. One more round. I see what
0: he did there. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Greg. Uh, Give me some time to survive. Uh, Last game, Buffalo versus Miami. Uh, Miami's got their. Miami's got. Miami got their head caved in. Uh, Buffalo put a 50 burger on the, the lonely fish that needed this game to get into the playoffs. Uh, and they are not two or three interceptions, no Fitzpatrick, no Fitzmagic magic to save the day here. Um, yeah, the, 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 dolphins have a two issue. Uh, I think they have a good enough quarterback. Their team, obviously more skill position. They have one of the least, uh, they have the least separation as far as any receiving core. And Tua doesn't take as many chances as Fitzpatrick does. And that's really the difference between the two guys. Uh, But Josh Allen, god dang it. You know what? I apologize. Uh, I gave you a lot of shit earlier this year. You didn't look great throughout the whole year. You looked shaky in some spots and you kind of just willed your way out because Stefan Diggs is that amazing. But, you know what, kid? You changed my mind. Three touchdowns, one pick. 25 attempts, over 200 yards, in a half of work. They even threw Matt Barkley, who was once on the Eagles, uh, former USC guy, and he threw a bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dolphin defense that we were hyping up so long ago. I mean, Xavier Howard did get to that 10th interception. Yeah, first I saw that, person yeah. to get double digits interceptions since, like, 2007, I believe it was. Um, but, yeah, they were no match for the bruising... The bruising... Uh, what are their names? Buffalo Bills. Like, Who again refused to run the ball? It's so yeah, confusing. Uh, I was so angry. <laughs> Especially <laughs> watching
1: this game when they're up. And, you know, I, I tweeted it out, but I root for FAU players. So Devin Singletary is their starting back. And they would not hand him the ball. Three carries. Zach I was like, three what, carries. what are I'm we doing? So confused. so confused. You're up by but, 30 points. But
0: I will shout out... Uh, there was a Josh Norman sighting. Yes, there was. He got a pick six. He redeemed himself from getting his uh, life after Derrick Henry from getting level te- le- levitated by one Derrick Henry. Yeah, after the king called year. for his execution so,
1: early in the year, he redeemed himself.
0: Yeah, he was looking at a guillotine, and he ended up getting an interception for a return. So there we go. Good on him. All right,
1: beautiful. Brennan. Right yes, sir. I believe there was some college football action this weekend. You don't want to go over the playoffs real quick?
0: You're right. Damn it. Uh, damn it. I knew I should. You know what? We had forgot to do the playoff scenarios last week. I know we and did. And we almost did it again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Brennan, we got the playoffs this week. That regular season is over. I won our pick. I'm um, 15 of 16 in the last week. Like I said earlier, to end up in first place and uh, kept that prize. Uh. Only the damn Cowboys. Damn Cowboys. Couldn't win the damn game. Um, Brandon, let's let's preview the next week's wild card. Wild, wild card, round.
1: Let's do it. You want to go? Um, let's go Saturday first because I got it pulled up right here. All right. Indianapolis at Buffalo. Who you got? I got Buffalo. All right. Me too. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. I got Seattle. I got the Rams in that one. Really? I don't think golf. They don't know if golf's going to play. Yeah, but Blake Bortles is perfect for that Blake system. Blake get the fuck out of here. Hey, keep somebody, it, keep it somebody meet keep me it at the moving. club because I'm about to order some Bortles service, baby. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no,
0: he's taking uh, uh, flyers for new hosts. Let's he's perfect
1: <laughs> for that system. The play-action system, that's what I wish they would have ran more of here in Jacksonville when they had him. He's perfect for that system. Tampa Bay at Washington. If Jamal
0: Adams plays, there's no way the Rams win that game. Go for it. Tampa Bay at Washington. Who you got? Tampa Bay, Washington. This is the night game. This is the primetime prime Saturday game. game. Put Tom Brady in primetime, See what he's gonna do. Last time he was a prime time, he threw a pick six to end his career in New England. Um <laughs> again, is this true. is this is a this is a potentially a trap game because Washington's front four and the last two times a seven and nine team won and had to play a home game on their field, the Saints. And um, not
1: the Saints. The Carolina Panthers and the North Carolina Panthers
0: and the Seattle, Seattle no, 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 no. The Seahawks. Seattle, Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, that's the Marshawn.
1: The beast the Hold your nuts. Yeah. The
0: hold your nuts. I call it the hold your nuts. You see, we're on different sides of the spectrum here. Um, they could potentially win this game. <laughs> potentially. Alex Smith doesn't turn off the ball a lot. Um, but I think
1: Tampa Bay's is gonna end up pulling it out. I this is my big upset game of the week.
0: You got it as upset? I, yeah. I'm too scared. I'm too gunshot. No, to I think I think Chase upset. Young
1: and uh Sweat. Sweat. Is it Devon Devon Sweat? Devon Sweat? Sweat? Josh Sweat. Oh, I was waiting. Is off. it Josh Sweat or is the Eagles Josh Sweat? It might be something. I think sweat. Montez. Montez. I knew it was something. Montez I, sweat. I think, <laughs> I think
0: Chase Young <laughs> and
1: Montez Sweat get in there. All it's going to take is a couple of hits on Brady, and he's going to get he's, got, he's he's not going to look right. Like a yeah, like a futon. He's going to fold like a cheap lawn chair, baby. All right, Baltimore, Tennessee. Who you got? Baltimore, Tennessee. Up,
0: saddle art. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lamar shakes his demons. He gets his first playoff victory here.
1: Yeah, I don't even think this is an upset alert. I think it's just Tennessee's home because they won the con- or division, but yeah. Baltimore's the better team.
0: Baltimore's uh, been on a roll. Hey, by the way, let me shout out my guy right here, uh, Lamar Jackson. You was talking all that shit early in the year, Brennan. I just I said he looked smack. shaky. I, I said he looked shaky one time. If we were in front of each other, he ended up being the first quarterback to rush for a hundred, 1,000 yards two years in a row. Oh, that nonsense. I say, I say the guy looks shaky one time nonsense. and all of a sudden I'm the, I'm the devil. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> all right.
1: Chicago, New Orleans. We're both taking New Orleans,
0: right? We're both taking New Orleans, especially if Kamara is able to play. Uh, they put this game on Sunday, Sunday. to give Kamara yep. that extra day for potential protocol situations.
1: Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Cleveland, Pittsburgh.
0: Hmm. I, don't, uh, uh, I don't think Baker could do it twice. No, I've got Pittsburgh, but not by I got much. Pittsburgh. Yeah, you got Pittsburgh by an ounce. Yep. All right, now let's move it on. All right, moving on.
1: College football. Brennan, did you
0: did you catch any of the the games this week?
1: Yes, I was incredibly right about one and way off about another. It sounds about like half the country. Yeah, <laughs> except uh, for the Ohio region. Yeah. So I um I. We as we predicted last week, um Alabama we I said, let me just speak for myself. I said it was gonna I be I said as well. I know. But I thought it was gonna be Alabama Clemson. Um Alabama overmatched Notre Dame. They in the in the first minute of that game, you could tell Notre Dame was overmatched. Ian Bach looked like a boy. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, they, they ran all over That's them. not even a good Alabama defense. No, it's not. And they couldn't do anything. They had one first down. I remember watching in that first quarter, they handed the ball off to the running back. He got a first down. I was like, oh, we got ourselves a game. And then after that, they couldn't get any separation. Uh, they kept getting sacked and the quarterback kept getting hurried. Alabama just looked more athletic, to be honest. And that's the rep for a lot of the SEC teams, the Southern teams, because they recruit out of the you know biggest hotbeds in the country. And so, um, we got that one, right? We nailed that one by a lot. Nailed in fact, it. after that first, uh, series, I almost tweeted out uh, Notre Dame will not score in this first quarter. And I was too scared <laughs> to, and then they did it. And I was so mad. I didn't do it. But the next game was, um, Ohio state Clemson. I thought Clemson would roll. Honestly, I thought Trevor Lawrence. Now Ohio state is one of the exceptions in the Midwest as a team with athletes, Normally, like I said, the ACC schools, the SEC schools, you talk about recruiting track stars and stuff like that to play wide receiver, but Ohio State does that. They learned that from Urban Meyer um, because he used to have that same thing at Florida. They recruit athletes and people want to play at the Ohio State University. So they proved me wrong. Um, Trevor Mm -hmm. Lawrence, Joe, you want to go over the whole COVID thing that happened? OK, um, look, I don't like <clears throat>
0: I only like dunking on my co-host and Greg sometimes and Scott because Scott is tiny. Um, it's the only people I like dunking on. But Dabo, you did it to yourself. Yeah. All that nonsense with the with the Florida State issue where you said they're not backing out because of COVID they're backing out because they're scared. Well, what was it? Two days, a day before the game. The big game, their offensive coordinator gets COVID, and he's taken away from the game, can't be around the team, can't coach from Zoom and all that good stuff.
1: And the offense doesn't look good, Brennan. They did not look good. The now, there's a lot of talk. Good. There's a. I just want to put this to bed on the record once and for all. There's a lot of talk about Justin Fields looked so good. Trevor Lawrence looked like crap. Trevor Lawrence has been the number one prospect since he was a true freshman and won that job. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence is the number one pick. Listen to me, Twitch world. Listen to me <laughs> in your earphones. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. He is the best quarterback prospect. I know a lot of people are hyping Justin Fields. Two weeks prior to that in the uh, fucking Northwestern game, Big 10 game, everyone was talking about, you even told me like, oh, my man yep. said you were right, Brennan. He's off Justin Fields because he looked human in that game. Now, well, all of a sudden, I don't think I said that because he listened. I don't think
0: he said it. But I think I was saying that you are looking right now. Okay. Okay.
1: Anyway, uh, I've said it a million times. Angry text. Uh, Yeah, that's true. I've said (laughs) it a million times. I will continue to say it. Ohio State does not produce NFL quarterbacks. And you know what's a funny thing?
0: I was thinking now. But neither does Alabama. I'm just going to throw that out there too. (laughs) I was say stay with me here. I was trying to think. Of the last white Ohio State quarterback,
1: <laughs> why And really I, could do it. It? I could
0: not do it. I was just thinking because I was going. I was listening back to the episode, and I was like, J.T. Barrett, Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Terrell Pryor. I was like, Troy Smith. Smith. I was like, my man for Baltimore. I was like, when was the last white? Ohio State quarterback.
1: So that has nothing to do with why I said Ohio <laughs> State can't produce NFL quarterbacks.
0: Not, that's not why I was saying I either. I was just thinking. I was no, I was trying to think. I still haven't looked it up, but I was like, who was the quarterback
1: for Maurice Crullett? Maurice Crullett was the running back. I know. Oh, I'm who, saying, who was the quarterback, the quarterback for of that team? Oh, shit. This is going to bug I me because I, I watched that team. I,
0: I I hate that team. That's a team that started my hatred of Ohio oh, yeah, State. Yeah, because of the
1: whole Miami thing. Well, yeah, let's not talk about it. I don't want to bring up bad memories. Um, I the only reason I say that is because they recruit awesome talent, and when no, you, they they recruit phenomenal athletes, and they that's the thing the is when you you can have athletes. you can have an athletic half decent guy at quarterback. Who maybe can throw the ball? Maybe he can throw the ball a mile. I'm not. I'm not questioning Justin Fields' arm strength, but what I'm saying is, when you have guys that are that open constantly, then it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, it's
0: like what I was just talking about with Tua at uh, Alabama. You got the best athletes. They're getting maximum separation. You're throwing into easy pockets, whereas in the NFL, pockets get tighter and you're more gunshot. You don't throw the ball as much. You get sacked a lot more. You. you, you you don't look as good when you don't have the premier talent over everyone else. When everybody's talent is pretty much even. Go ahead, Greg. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. Uh,
2: the last white starting quarterback for Ohio State was Craig krenzel who led him to a championship in 2002.
0: <laughs> oh, that was the quarterback. Oh, gee, I, I yeah. knew it had to be the quarterback that year. That is, I don't
1: even know who that is. I'm guy looking to at him right now. I just NFL? pulled it up too.
0: That guy Craig made it to the Krensel. NFL?
1: Did he get drafted? The quarterback after him was Justin Zwick, but they don't have a picture of him. I don't know what
0: it is. Um, that's funny, though. That was just a thought I had when I was at work listening to the show. I was like, Well, I was I thinking about it, it too, to because I've been watching
2: like, Ohio State for, you know, 30 years and I couldn't think of anybody before Troy Smith. The, yeah. I
0: couldn't think of anybody before Troy Smith. Troy Smith, and I was like, Kirby was too long ago. <laughs> I was like, Kurt Herbstreak is way too far in the past. They had to have somebody prior to, um, after that. But yeah, it was it was tripping me out. Oh, uh, you're like, right.
1: Look. Justin Swick is black. Really? That is no, insane. No, he's hang on. Writing no, he's white. He's white. He's definitely white. <laughs> he's just tan in this one picture, so, and he had a uh, buzz no. cut, so it threw me off. Uh, no, he's white. So <laughs> Justin Swick, <laughs> Swick, who got beat out by uh, Troy Smith. Okay, that's that's crazy though. Yeah, that's a crazy run of black quarterbacks. That's insane. In but Ohio. that's why I threw that little. That's why Ohio. I threw that in there too. Alabama doesn't produce good quarterbacks either because the no. same. The same Gee, logic. Hurts to a tug of a load. Huh? What? I was thinking more like Greg McElroy, uh, <laughs> but it's the same logic when you have guys that are that athletic on the field. You don't have to have a great quarterback. You just have to have a guy who can cannon the ball down the field, which is what yeah. two is good at, which is why I don't understand why Miami doesn't do that more, but that's beside the well, point.
0: Well, they do it, but their receivers don't have separation. Devonte Parker is pretty much a bust as far receiver. as number one picks go. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, but I, I just yeah. want to say for everyone listening, we kind of got off on a tangent. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick and will remain the number <laughs> one pick and is the number one pick. All right. Anything else you want to well, talk about with the bowl games?
0: Um, uh, no, because Greg cleared up uh, my potential dunking on him situation, which <laughs> makes me a little upset, but I'll let him slide for one week at least.
1: Um, who do you got in the national championship game? Uh, my family's gonna hate me, but I've got Alabama. Yeah. I got, got
0: just because of my hatred for Ohio State in 2002. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I've got a ton Orange of Ohio boy. State swag. My family loves Ohio State. They always buy me Ohio State stuff, which is weird because I played against Ohio State in the horseshoe. So it's like, why would you buy me this stuff? But I, I think Alabama the better team. They so. thought
0: you enjoyed your time at the horseshoe.
1: <laughs> God, that game was a fucking blowout. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on.
0: Moving on. All right. NBA is still ongoing. Um, Brandon, I don't know if you know, but
1: Steph is back. Steph Curry, ladies and gentlemen,
0: back. Steph is back. Call,
1: Call the doctor. Reintroduce- this man is
0: not dead. Allow me to reintroduce my nephew. My all right, I screwed <coughs> that up. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Steph.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Uh, Steph, after this game in which he scored 62 points, um, he said. You know that Jordan meme where he says he takes it personally. I heard everything everybody said last year, and I took it personally. Hell yeah, he did, man. That's the
1: greatest shooter of all time. One of
0: the greatest shooters of all time. I can even as great as he is, I can't put him over Reggie Miller because I watched. Reggie oh, Miller you were Reggie up. Miller? I
1: thought you were going to go Ray I, Allen.
0: I loved Reggie Miller's game uh, growing up. <laughs> Yeah, he was so arrogant and an asshole about it. Jeez, man. Reggie was Reggie was my guy. Okay. 30 for 30 on him is really good as well. Yeah. Um winning time. But Steph, Steph put 62, eight of sixteen, I believe, from three point range on the Trailblazers. Dame had to even humbly say, you know what? You did your damn thing. You did the damn thing, kid. Uh Draymond 0 for two, but Draymond doing all the Draymond things, filling up yep. stat sheet. Finally getting back out there on the floor. Good to see him healthy. Um, you had anything to say No, Steph Stephon, Um, crazy I, from the line, too, like
1: 18 of 19. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, I'm anxious to see what you know. We need a couple, we need at least 20 games into the season before yeah, we can we start making picks and stuff. Leagues. But I'm glad, I'm glad he had that game. I'm very happy for him. Uh, especially because with the Lakers having Braun Braun and uh, um, AD, it's like everyone's counting the entire West one, which I understand. But let's not forget, they did this with the Golden State Warriors when they had everybody on that team, and you know, they ended up losing to the Cavaliers in 16. So I'm very happy that Steph was kind of like, wait a second. Like, I understand I exist. Clay's <laughs> out, but I'm still here. And you know, I, I really, I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was great to see him get back on his shit. Um you are, go ahead. <laughs> but I think. I think we spoke too soon. We might have speaking of we need 20 games to figure it out. <laughs> I think we spoke too soon. The Brooklyn Nets have after starting into two and a dumpster one, fire. After starting two and one, they've lost their next 3 of 4. And now uh Kevin Durant can't be a part of, with the team for the next 7 days because of contact tracing. So Leader Kyrie Irving is
1: back,
0: <laughs> folks.
1: Ladies so. and gentlemen, your captain. Huge <laughs> so. shout out to my man Jake Marshall, Marshallhead, comedian out of New York, huge Brooklyn Nets fan. I, I'm I need Random to figure out what they're doing, man. I, I don't
0: know. Uh, Steve Nash looked like a genius in the first for three games, and now. He looks tired, and I don't know if he knows what he's in for, especially with KD not around to at least put Kyrie not in his place, but you know, let him know that I'm the big dog here. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I what think did he say Kyrie, about? What did he
1: say about the? He's talking about I'm gonna get eight to nine post touches a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He and was KD like, he just said, no, "We gonna see gonna go. You're gonna
0: pass it out to me." <laughs> he said, "We gonna see about that. We are gonna see about yeah, that." He, yeah. KD is not willing to take none of that nonsense. We got to figure uh, out obviously. what Brooklyn is
1: doing though cuz Brooklyn is in Brooklyn a tailspin. At? Yeah. Um Joe say it again cuz I can't say it. You, you, Brooklyn at? Yeah, where exactly. Brooklyn
0: that. Um I I'm I'm going to be interested to see how these next couple of games go without KD. Um, and just to see, I mean, this is going to be the funnest team to watch all season just because of all of the different personalities and Steve Nash getting his first coaching job here with Dan Don't forget Dan is one of the assistant coaches.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, and- that's why everyone was saying that, uh, yeah. um, they're not going to get hardened because Dan there. Yeah. So
0: yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be real interesting. Also shout out to John Wall who had a hell of a game the other day. Um, But, Brennan, you also wanted to talk about the number one team in the
1: East. Yeah, I want to talk about, uh, no, number, well, yeah, number one team team in the NBA. Number one team
0: overall, I'm sorry, number
1: one team overall. Number one spot, man, Philly, my man Doc Rivers turning things around over there in Philadelphia. Turn it around, 360, somersaults. 180, 360 would have been bad. You know what?
0: You're right. You got me. There. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I was just shocked that Philly was in the number one seed. Everyone was talking about they're going to have to trade Ben Simmons. They're going to have to get rid of um, either him or Embiid. They're not going to be able to play together. Maybe they'll get Harden, put Harden with Embiid, get rid of Simmons. Well, guess what? They didn't do any of that, and they're 6-1. So leading the uh, National Basketball Association right now. I think they look great. Of course, like we said, it's the beginning of the season. We're going to see what happens. But I just think that they're playing really well. And B looks to be in shape for once in his life at the beginning of a season. Uh, so I think I think they're doing all right. I think Doc knows what he's doing. Doc is a grown up over there. Plus, not to mention, they got, you know, Superman 2.0 Dwight Howard, you know, guarding the rim. I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there as a Magic fan.
0: No, you know, they got Doc's uh, son in law, Seth Curry. Yeah. Um, who can shoot, too. Don't sleep on Seth. Who can shoot? Uh, I also want to say, uh, we are on track for our first coach fired. Scotty Brooks has only won two out of his first seven games with that squad. Russ is pulling up triple doubles because that's all he wants to do. Yep. And Beals um, dropping thirty a night because that's about all he wants to do. And they have two wins. So Scotty, see you later, buddy. Yep. Um, we called that.
1: Both of us called that.
0: Yeah, unbeknownst to each other. Huge shout out to Becky Hammond. Uh, Pop got kicked out of the game the other day because he's every Pop once in a while. Pop baby. Almost every once in a while. pops. You know, he just wants to get out, go grab some wine, kick it, put his feet up. And um, he tapped be- Becky Hammond to be the assistant that is going to be the head coach for the rest of the game. And she is the first woman to coach an NBA game as the head coach. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty That's dope.
1: That's pretty cool,
0: yeah. That was pretty awesome. Uh, good moments. Some more good moments. The uh, uh, following Sarah Fuller being the first woman to get a field goal in the NCAA to a uh college athletic. So pretty, pretty dope. We're getting a lot of first.
1: Yeah. A lot of female first. Love it. Love it.
0: <clears throat> um, Brent, you want to, you want to queue up the next one? You yeah. Up? I mm-hmm. just,
1: I saw this and I thought it was interesting. I uh, just wanted to give a, a melancholy shout out to, uh, Paul Westfall, uh, hall of famer, NBA hall of famer, or excuse me, basketball hall of famer dad at the age of 70. And then I had mentioned this in the pre pro and you had said that there were a few other guys that had passed away.
0: Yeah. There were a couple uh sport deaths, uh, over the past like week and a half or so, uh, Casey Jones who played with, uh, Bill Russell for the Boston Celtics, Floyd little who, uh, I forgot who he played for, but I know he went to Syracuse. I can't Broncos.
2: remember. All Broncos? Okay, from I don't the Broncos. know I to say the Rams.
0: Okay, and then uh, the fourth one was uh, I don't want to say the wrong Necro. It was one of the Negro brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if it was Phil or the other one. Damn, uh, Floyd,
1: Floyd Little died on New Year's Day. That's crazy
0: He was 70 years old, I believe No, Paul was, was 70 I'm looking at the wrong thing He was 81 Peace Thank uh, Phil Huge bucket of win. Negro Sorry folks But I need to get this right uh, <laughs> Greg I said the right name Yes, Phil Negro died uh, The day after Christmas
1: Aw. Yeah Damn,
0: 1939, he, that's a good long life, right yeah.
1: That's 81 too. God, he was 81 as well. Yeah, 81, crazy, crazy. So, crazy happy trails. trails. That's you know, big buckets of win, names will be remembered forever. Let's yeah. not do that. I don't want to do this every week. No, 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 no I no. threw in we, the Paul Westfeld thing because I was like, oh, that's NBA related. And then you mentioned like three other names, and I was like, God, yeah, I was like, dang uh, it. I, we
0: gotta, we can't just, yeah, we can't these just shout one out, <laughs> so yeah, All right. uh, so. Brennan, I don't know if you know, but... Greg, hold on. I forgot. Greg, quick hits. You'll be surprised how quick, it... quick! and quick hit hits. Brennan, yes. I don't know if you know, but... We had a fight night. Was there a fight this weekend? There was a fight this weekend. Uh, we had a co-main event. Uh, Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell was the headline. I'm not going to talk about that first, but... That fight was supposed to take place in December, but Luke Campbell ended up getting COVID. So it ended up getting pushed to start the year. Uh, but the first fight I want to talk about was the fight p- preceding that Renee Alvarado versus Roger Gutierrez. Uh, Greg saw this fight as well. So I want Greg's thoughts on this after I talk about it for a little bit, but Brennan, Brennan, you got to start watching the fights. I know. I know. More. You got to start not. watching the I did fights.
1: not see the fights. But, um, this was a great fight. I Oh, there's little boxing glove animations on. on the Twitch. What happened? There's little boxing glove animations on the Twitch. Look at
0: you, nice. Uh I, started, I got to this fight slightly late. I missed the first two rounds. I got there in the third round, the start of the third round. And as soon as I started watching this, Gutierrez drops Alvarado. I'm like, whoa. All right. That's what we're doing here. Alvarado gets back up. He gets dropped again before the end of the round. I'm like... What? This guy's not going to survive, but he ends up, he looks a little shaky, but you know, he he stays in there and then he goes on to win to me the next like eight rounds. (laughs) He's like, duking it out. So I'm like, all right, on the scorecard, he has one really bad round, but I don't know the duration of the fight. And then by the end of it, I'm like, yo, this guy could win it. Like Tyson Fury had got a draw. With Deontay Wilder when he got dropped like two three times in his fight, but he stuck around and gave he dished it out as well. But then he got a little over aggressive and he got dropped in the twelfth, and that was it. That as soon as that happened, I was like, ah, that's that's a fight right there. And then he ended up losing by literally unanimous unanimously by one point on. Every card losing his title, giving it to Gutierrez, who dedicated uh, the win to his mom who had just died from cancer. Aww. So, yeah, cool, cool little undercard fight. Greg, anything yeah, you want to he, add to that? He
2: got dropped twice, 10 7 round, and it looked like he was done. And then he dominates for the next few rounds. And then, oh, wow, it's his fight to lose. And then he did, he lost it late. It was, uh, it was <laughs> yeah. a wild back and forth fight. It was entertaining because I thought it was over he too. He
0: looked. Yeah, I thought when I got to the fight, I'm like, oh, this fight's over. And then the dude like proceeds to be the aggressor, walks the dude down every time. Gutierrez looked like he had used all his energy in the round where he knocked him down twice, throwing like 18 uppercuts in that round. And it looked like he could have been knocked down a couple times, but he ended up never getting off his feet, staying on his feet for most of the fight. But yeah, then he delivers a clean shot in the twelfth, like with like fifty seconds or something left, and then ends up winning the fight. It was insane. But the main event, Ryan Garcia. I think I, I think I said it right the first time. Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell. Ryan Garcia, a twenty-two-year-old, uh, as they would tell you, uh, internet phenom, social media phenom. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Pretty kid boy. sounds Pretty like boy. a kid. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. He sounds like he sounds like every kid you hate. Uh, when he speaks. Oh, really? Yeah. If you after this, look him up and I hear will. his voice and how he talks, and it's like I kind of want to punch you. <laughs> you have that annoying twang in your voice. And this was the but, main um, event. This was the main event. He's going up against Luke Campbell, who I believe is thirty three. And um, people were saying, Garcia, is he just all flash, no substance, da-da-da-da-da. First round, fill-out round, obviously. He looks good. Second round, takes a mean shot to the face, goes down on the canvas. First time he's ever been dropped in his career. He gets up. He looks so confused. He's like, what the fuck is happening? So he's basically fighting for his life at the end of that round, just trying to stay in there. But then... From the third round on, he's pretty much in control. He gets back on his shit. And then in the seventh round, oh my, a devastating left hook to the to the liver section. Campbell takes a beat, drops to his knees, No, drops to one knee, and then he drops to a second knee. Ten count, it's over. First time Campbell's ever been knocked out, and he had fought... Vasily Lomachenko, who didn't even knock him out. So it was insane.
1: Greg. Damn, that's nuts.
2: Yeah. King King Ryan, I think they call him or whatever. There's so many Garcias King out there. King Ryan, yes. Danny, Mikey. But uh, Ryan, <laughs> I, I loved seeing him get knocked down, You know, put him in his place. His hair never it got was, messed up, fun. even though he got yeah. knocked down. Hair was perfect the whole fight. Yeah. But once after that round, he was, it was a master class. And I, they might have stopped it anyway before they had his corner because, But that body Mm. shot, it was like the replays of it's so clean and just wide open. (laughs) I love body shots like that. uh,
0: I think Ryan even said, yeah, that's funny because like two days earlier, Greg was like, I love a good body shot knockout. Um, But like, uh, I think when they were talking to Ryan, Ryan was like, he thought I could tell in the moment. It's crazy how like your mind moves in the moment. But he was like, I can see he was going to protect his face because when I was about to throw the, la- the hook, it looked like he was going up, which left his body wide open, so I just redirected it, hit him in the body, and it was, it was, uh, me and Greg were talking about it on the Discord, and I said that's one of those hits that, looking back at it, I had to take a seat. Like, that looked like it really hurt. Damn. <laughs> well, it's crazy, yeah. too, because
1: these guys are so small, fighting at like 130, 135 pounds.
0: Yeah, man. But it,
1: some of these guys got a lot are of some power. are great fighters at yeah. that. Yeah. A lot at the, of at power.
0: The-
2: the below 150
0: and that lightweight division, there are
2: a ton of great fighters out there.
0: Yeah, you got it's Davis, you got Teofimo Lopez, you got Lomachenko. If he's still gonna keep fighting, which I'm pretty sure he is, Garcia, I just see that uh, way and it
1: always throws me. I'm Haney. always like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, five, no five foot. This guy, um, Garcia's. Five ten, like hundred thirty-five pounds. I'm like, that seems so little. He looks, I he know. looks bigger. I it's know. weird because well, when he's fighting someone his for. size,
2: you can't even tell. But then you look at the ropes, yeah. and ropes are at their head. Like, oh yeah, these guys are tiny. <laughs> yeah, <but."> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That you know, when you're fighting the same yeah, size guys, it's crazy. the battle is a battle, and yeah. it's, it's just like
1: basketball. They don't seem. To, yeah, they don't. In basketball, you watch it on TV, and you're like, oh, they're not that big. Then you get down there, and you're like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Small guy, like, like, six Earl eight. Boykins. Yeah,
0: or <laughs> Boykins walk
1: around next to somebody. It's like,
0: whoa! <laughs> but all right, all right. It's enough of Fight talk,
1: Brennan. Yes. Black Monday. Yes, the sadness that is Black Monday.
0: Yep. yep. This is not like Black Friday, folks. There's no deals. Black like Monday is when coaches get fired. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun, 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 dun. dun. Um, biggest surprise. What was your biggest surprise? Biggest surprise. Honestly, I know what your biggest surprise My biggest surprise was Adam Gase. Go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting for this. I was going to say my biggest surprise was Adam Gase because when Adam Gase got hired, he got the GM who hired him fired. And he pretty much handpicked the next GM. Yeah. So I thought the GM was going to do him a solid and let him ride this year out because he didn't go 0-16. Got the last two wins. It's going to do him a solid, let him get Trevor, uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, whatever quarterback they end up with. And then build from that. And last night, after in the middle of the Eagles game, Adam Gates canned. I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, and it's interesting too because um the GM of the Jets was the former GM of Philly who put together that Super Bowl team and Frank Reich, who everyone said was like the Carson Wentz whisperer, the quarterback we mean whisperer assistant GM. No, um Douglas was the GM.
0: Howie's been the GM.
1: Well, then was he- Howie was
0: the GM, then Chip Kelly got GM duties, Howie took a step back. Kip Kelly
1: left. Howie took over immediately. Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, was worse well, for the now Eagles. I have to Google. No, I guarantee you. I guarantee. I promise you, it's Howie. Joe Go Douglas. Um, while you're googling that, though, uh, I just think it's interesting how some of the key components for Philly got taken away, and now it's like, oh, maybe Doug Peterson isn't as great as vice the president
0: of player personnel. Boom. No, don't but don't who talk was to me the about GM? my team. Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman was the GM before Kip and is the GM after Chip. That's the literally the, the line of demarcation.
1: All right. I hear you say that, and I'm <laughs> not doubting you. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh-huh. I'm not doubting you whatsoever. I'm Sorry, just. Sorry, folks,
0: but Brennan doesn't believe me. Howie Roseman, 2016,
1: 20... Douglas joined the Philadelphia Eagles to become their vice president of player personnel. OK, so yeah. you were right. And, he was and, the assistant, look, 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 the vice president. In 2010
0: to 2014, Howie's the GM. 2015 to 18, he's the v- executive VP of Football operations 2019
1: to 28. Wait, so he's not the GM? No, he's the wait, president he to... of personnel. Anyway, Joe Douglas was the one who got a bunch of credit for putting together that 16 Eagles team Eagles that won the GM Super Bowl. Um, and he was the vice president of player personnel, and now he's with the Jets. And I was gonna agree with you and say that he just got there and I thought he was gonna give Adam Gase one more uh, opportunity, one more year. Biggest surprise for me though was Anthony Lynn. The ownership loves him, the players love him. Um they went 12-4 and four two years ago, and then he kind of backslid a little bit, but then he had Justin Herbert. They won their last four games. Mm-hmm. Herbert looks like the quarterback of the future, and they still fired him anyway. That was the biggest surprise <laughs> to me. Also, yeah. all this talk about Urban Meyer coming to Jacksonville is a little unsettling. Urban Meyer has never <laughs> coached in the NFL. Urban Meyer has serious health problems, and I'm not just saying that because I'm not a huge Ohio State fan or Florida fan for that matter, and I played against Urban Meyer when he was coaching at Florida, but he has like serious like health issues and yeah, doesn't he have like a brain yeah, something, something. and he could say he's fine and he might be fine working a, a predictable schedule for Fox. But as soon as he gets back into coaching, he's not going to be fine. So I, I just think it's a dangerous hire for him and his health long-term. But yeah, um, Anthony Lynn by far biggest surprise.
0: Yeah, that was a huge shocker. I believe that came in this morning. Um, but uh, he they've had so many weird outcomes
1: of games no, I know. In, yeah, it's, throughout the
0: duration of his uh tenure there that
1: let's just say I'm not surprised he was fired, but out of all the coaches that were fired, he was the biggest surprise, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um it's not in the rundown, but who has the best coaching
1: candidacy? Oh, you already know my answer the Jaguars. I don't know how you still go between with the, the draft, the capital, and the the cap space. There's no better team. I don't know how you still go with the Jaguars because they have the number one pick and they've got eighty Deshaun million dollars Watson in cap space. Led
0: the league in uh, Matt Ryan's a former us. MVP.
1: No one's going to go to. No one wants to go to Atlanta.
0: I didn't say it when I said Deshaun Watson is I, the number one passer in the NFL as far as I, I, I understand
1: that, but I'm also saying that there's some teams that have vacancies with good quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, but they're still not in a better position long term than the Jaguars. Mm. The number okay. one pick, you can get Trevor Lawrence, who will be the quarterback for the next 10 years.
0: Trevor Lawrence is not a guaranteed
1: I know it's 50-50 I'm gonna be so pissed if this 50-50 ends up being (laughs) Justin Fields is the good one and Trevor Lawrence sucks or it's Zach Wilson or some fucking Justin Herbert shit out of fucking that would really suck man
0: that'd really suck um one shot one opportunity but no, I'm not even going with the Texans. To me, the best, the best option is the guy you were just referring to, uh, the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers have the skill position. They have Got a good already defense. the quarterback. They have the quarterback, which is. You don't have to guess with yeah, a Trevor Lawrence. that's true. I didn't even think you about that. You know Justin yeah. Herbert is an NFL-quality product. Um, you got Keenan. You got Mike. You got Austin Eckler. If he can stay healthy for a, the entire year. Well, that defense with was of Just, the just yeah, a stadium. New uh, Durbin, you get Derwin James back that's next year. That's who I was thinking of.
1: Derwin James. Yeah. I was
0: going to say Derwin James back next year. Chris Harris looked good all year this year. Um, his first year there. Um, shout out to Greg, I know you miss him, but uh, yeah, man, I, I think the Charges are the the best job on the market currently.
1: All, All right.
0: right, Brennan, yeah, we've danced around, we've we saw we've, sash- we've pleade, Brennan, we've got some NFL awards. We're not gonna do a full award yet, folks. We don't want to do that, but I just want to talk to you about who do you think the MVP and the coach of the year is going to go to this year?
1: Um, for MVP, I have Aaron Rodgers. Again, it comes down to, <clears throat> actually, in my heart of hearts, the MVP is Aaron Donald, but he no. won't win it. <laughs> I've been I've been on that train all year. Aaron Donald, the way he disrupts the entire league. But if we're being realistic, who I think will win the MVP, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. For uh, Cleveland Yeah. Either him or Sean McDermott. I mean, between the bills and the Browns, those teams have been playing out of their minds. So, especially because we counted the bills. I counted the bills defense dead by week four. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going true. on here. And then Josh Allen, like you said, was so up and down. I was like, I mean, they're, oh, they're good, but I don't think they're going to be great. And then the last four weeks, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I think they're better than the chiefs right now.
0: Um, right now, I believe uh, their DVOA is slightly better than the Chiefs. Um, okay. Oh, so yeah.
1: Up. You're bringing the analytics into. It. I'm just saying from the eye test, but yeah, hell yeah. If DVOA agrees with me. Fuck yeah. Well,
0: I heard that on what I was listening to ESPN today. Oh so, uh, okay. yeah. The the DV, their DVOA is like literally because of this week is slightly ahead of uh, the Kansas City football team. Okay. Who um, do you have? Who
1: do you have going into the MVP racing Coach of the Year?
2: My MVP.
0: Is I don't know how you go with anybody other than Rogers. I think Derek. Henry I thought gets for sure you are going to say Patrick Mahomes here.
1: and turn this into a black-white oh, thing. I, was?
0: Uh, <laughs> I know you I love, I love to
1: throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> no, I,
0: I, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah, Look, I, I love Aaron Rodgers smugness. People hate it. I, I'm a big fan. Oh, I'm a of big, his yeah, me too. Smug attitude. Um, the Jimmy Butler I'm really of the NFL. Yeah, and I'm really annoyed with all the people that uh, that end up leaving that team and then they're like, oh, he's a bad team, man. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, Greg Jennings, go kick rocks, all right? Wouldn't be nothing without him, right? Greg Jennings would not to because- went Minnesota and yeah. you were nothing. Yeah, exactly. Him, all right? Uh, who else? was it? Jermichael Finley. Was it Jermichael Finley? Jermichael Finley, go kick rocks, all right? There was another tight end in there. I can't remember, but they can go kick rocks. <laughs> Uh, Who you got? Coach of the year? I don't remember if Donald Driver had talked shit, but no if he way, did, he'll kick rocks. If he did, I don't know if you did, Donald. No, nah, after playing with Brett Favre, he's probably like, Donald, yeah, I get it. If you did it, it's fine. But if you he did, they'll kick rocks.
1: Donald Duke and um, the driver,
0: coach of the year. I'm gonna go with a wild card here. Uh, Brian Flores. What? <laughs>
1: Are you, I, I don't spit
0: cake. <laughs> They came a game away from making the postseason after a year after people thought they were tanking. No one thought the Dolphins were going to turn around this fast to be in the playoff discussion. Um, this one point, is usually uh, a show and prove, uh, what is it? Not show and prove, most improve uh, team. So taking them from what, like three, four wins last year to 10 wins this year. They were 10 and six. Yeah. And on the cusp of making no, the point. playoffs. Yeah, you're right. Um, I understand Stefanski. Stefanski's so a good pick. I like that one. Um, That being, a, what, an eight and eight team or seven and nine team last year.
1: Yeah, seven and nine. Um,
0: And then I think who will end up with it is, I mean, if he doesn't, we need to assess this whole coach of the year thing, McDermott, because yeah. who the fuck saw that? I Big mean, league. yeah, everyone knew the for Bills were okay, those, but
1: the, the improvement. With
0: the competency of yeah. Josh Allen this year to be in the MVP discussion. Earlier this year, I said, get the fuck out of here. Don't yeah, put him in the did. discussion. Yeah, you did. got mad at every me. Time, every time Will Bond would mention on PTI, I was like, Will Bond, shut your old ass up. He's not in the MVP discussion. And now he's in the discussion for yeah. MVP legitimately. Well, and it's and weird um, too,
1: because he took his biggest leap from year three to year four when most quarterbacks take it from year one to year two.
0: yeah. Or two to three. Two to three.
1: I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah.
0: Um, I knew what you meant. But um, yeah, no, McDermott should definitely get it uh, because, yeah, that's a legitimate number two team in the AFC. And I think they got a shot to knock off the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are going to dilly-dally like they were last year and all of this year. Yeah. If they're going to play with fire, I think. I
1: don't understand that either when teams are are like, oh, they look bored. Like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, if you're going to lose these games because you look bored or you're uninterested, they did this with the Warriors a couple years ago. It's like, oh, they just look like they're trying... It's like I, I don't well, understand well, that. Well, Brendan, you know this better
0: than all of us. You played college athletics. Uh, the grind of the season can wear down on you sometimes when That's you true. know you're going to get to the postseason. Well, there were a few you're games just waiting around for the postseason. At that there's point. a few
1: games we went into halftime. Like when it was <laughs> when we were playing against Florida, that Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, Florida team I referenced earlier, and it was 2021 at halftime. And we're all looking around like, all right, baby, let's go. <laughs> Fucking national champs. We're going to take them down. Here we go. We lost the game 42 to 21. But still, like, Man. like you said, like <laughs> I, I guess like those teams could go into the game thinking like, oh, we'll just roll this. This is going to be, you know, yeah. whatever. And then you go into halftime like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. exactly. So I, I guess, um, yeah, saying it like being on the other little, side of that, I understand.
0: They get a little laissez-faire. Uh, they're not as precise in their execution and then it's like, alright, we're just waiting for the playoffs. That's when our
1: season really starts. Yeah, but hopefully that doesn't hopefully they don't trip up on that.
0: Yeah, by the way, uh, shout out to the Raiders for getting that two-point conversion to get me over the top in the to Pickleball. There you go. Alright, let's do the walk-offs. Welcome to the big leagues. Alright, the walk-off portion of the show was where me and Brennan do individualized essays and we tell the other person to shut the bleep up. Um, We haven't done this in a week. I will go first because mine is short and sweet and I believe yours is a little more poignant and personal. So I'll let that end the show. Folks, Brennan, shut up. Shut up! Folks. Greg, you shut up too. Folks. I have been teasing this one for many a weeks. My essay this week, my walk-off is called buyouts. Before I start, I want to give a huge shout out to Trevor Wood of SB Nation. He provided a lot of this information that I am going to give you now. So, Texas head coach Tom Herman, who wouldn't, who hadn't lived up to expectations earlier, like a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, this is the ad lib right here. A couple of weeks ago, Texas gave him a vow of confidence. We're not gonna fire him, folks. He wins his bowl game and they fired him. Let me start over. Texas head coach Tom Herman, who hadn't lived up to expectations, is about to get paid fifteen million dollars in buyout money. The problem with the buyout is Texas have made it clear that they're not in great in a great place financially. On August 31st, the athletic department announced that 273 staff members would receive temporary salary reductions. Eleven staff members were eleven staff members were furloughed, 35 staff members were laid off and terminated. Another 35 positions were vacated. These implementations and others saved the department over 19 million dollars. Yet months later. Those savings are wiped away when factoring in Herman's buyout along with his staff's buyout, which comes to a total of $24 million. South Carolina owes uh, Will Munchchamp, Munchchamp? Munchchamp $15 million in his buyout. Gus Malzahn has owned $21 million per USA Today reporter uh, Steve Berkowitz. FBS public schools have committed themselves to as much as one hundred and seven point six million dollars in buyout related payments to football head coaches and assistants this season in buyouts. Let me say that number again. One hundred and seven point six million dollars to go away. In the case of Texas and many other programs. They are laying off employees and reducing their salaries. So if my earlier rants about paying the players and don't tell me they don't have the money to play them, maybe you will care about them literally taking money away from people like you and me and giving it to the coach and his staff as they are told to take a hike.
1: Oh, man. Buyouts. That shit is nuts. It's insane. That's so much money. Where are they getting it from?
0: Who knows?
1: Oh, God. All right. My walk-off this week, Joe, shut up. Nope. My walk-off this week is COVID sucks. Let me just pull it up here. Okay, here we go. This week, I wanted to openly discuss that I had COVID-19. I'm currently testing negative and anxious to get back to my life as I knew it before I was branded unclean by a positive test. While I was going through this whole ordeal, a few things stuck out more than others. And that is what my walk-off is about tonight. I was fortunate enough to have considerably mild symptoms compared to others, but I did have symptoms nonetheless. I lost my sense of smell and taste, had horrible congestion, but the worst of it was the fatigue and shortness of breath. I pride myself on being a guy that takes decent care of himself. While I do not have the best diet, I do work out six days a week, power lift, and have been taking vitamins and supplements on a regular basis before Joe Rogan talked about it being cool on his show. So for a while now, all of that to say I was still knocked out by covid Getting up from laying down or a seated position too fast made me feel as if I were going to faint. While in quarantine, I tried to get little things done around the house only to find myself laboring to breathe at the simplest of tasks. I was useless, immobilized, and broken. It was one of the most helpless feelings I've had in the past three years. I say the past three years because that is the time that I have been sober and there's plenty of feeling helpless when I'm drinking. This got me thinking about the athletes we watch week in and week out. And the different effects COVID-19 has on them and their performance. I know we have always talked about COVID-19 having negative effects on some of these players, but I felt it firsthand even after that week and feeling better now and testing negative. I still find myself trying to catch my breath at the most random occasions. I could not imagine trying to play like this. I couldn't imagine trying to play in this kind of condition. Lastly, I wanted to bring up a point I talked about in my very first walk off swing for the fences sports, whether you're watching them or competing in them, bring people together. They give us something to root for. And if you work hard and swing for the fences, then anything is possible. I feel this now more than ever. One of the most depressing things mentally during my quarantine was being able to watch the games, but having to watch them alone. I could not go out and cheer on my team at a sports bar No going over to a buddy's house, just sitting alone, tweeting things I thought were funny, which I found to be a terrible way to watch the games. For (laughs) no other reason than the fact I had no one to turn to and share in the joy or pain of the game with. It was just me. And that sucked. I'm hopeful this terrible virus will be behind us soon, and grateful my bout with it was not as taxing compared to people who have to go to the hospital or even the people who have died. All in all, this personal experience showed me just how bad COVID sucks. That's mine. Very thank, long.
0: thank you. No, 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 it's
1: fine. It's just super depressing to watch the games alone, 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 alone.
0: Yeah. No. Thank you for uh, gleaming a light on. What your situation was uh, when you told me, I was very concerned for you. Uh, you had me scared there, buddy.
1: I'm all right. If I can't accidentally kill myself by giving myself alcohol poisoning three times, I don't think COVID's going to kill me.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say you've been through the ringer enough.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, let's cut this baby off. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting listen back because all my <laughs> yelling up top. I don't think my voice is going to recover. Uh, Greg, take us to the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety.
1: Running. Go ahead and plug away, buddy. All right. Uh, so, you can, I do another podcast. I am a comedian I'm living in Florida right now. Hopefully, we'll be in New York City here soon. But uh, you can check out my other podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. Um, Wherever you find podcasts, uh, check out my website, BrennanTcomedy.com, for all my upcoming dates. Uh, Because of the COVID situation, I had to cancel a few dates, but I do have dates coming up uh, January um, all over Florida. And then um, January 16th, big date, I'll be at the Wormhole in Savannah, Georgia. So that'll be fun. And then I've got a drag show coming up at the end of this month where it is comedians in drag doing comedy. So anyway, check out the website, BrennanTComedy.com for all the upcoming dates. And my other podcast, Brennan Tassif Uh is your ex-drinking buddy, which Joe Dorville does the intro for.
0: And voted one of the uh, top five new podcasts by a new low. Oh, Uh,
1: beautiful. You haven't listened to the episode, have you? No, I I just got into where the red flags where Kyle said the uh, the N-word. What? When you guys were talking about social media red flags. Oh I'm like what? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: and Kyle goes yeah, that was the N word. I was like <laughs> was And then Greg goes,
1: creepy. What, if they don't have it? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a weird one. I real wish it had been that innocent. Right yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh
0: Greg, you go ahead and plug away next.
2: Yeah, listen to uh the podcast Joe and I do with Kyle that we just mentioned and Farzad and Scott by Scott called Anulo. Check comes out every Friday morning. So check that one out. And if you're listening to this, uh come watch us recorded live on uh Twitch every Monday night. Late night, but still fun to watch. Uh twitch.tv slash anulopod.
0: Yeah, you can see me chug on my beer as uh and Greg save me by giving me some time to fill there. Uh, you can check out my Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Uh, you can check out my hip hop album, TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E in the phone. Uh, working on part two. Um, like Greg said, you can catch all of our shows at a new low pod, uh, a new low co. Uh, you can check out my Hamilton pod as well as the big show. Um, well, that's all we have for you this week, folks. Brennan, take us out.
1: That is why we play the game Hello Hello. Hello. Huge shout out my man Will Richardson Jr Big number 76 Happy birthday man